Welcome to the White Sunglasses. I'm Jindai. My pronouns are she, her, they, them, and I'm a gender-fluid, queer Black woman who is feeling blackety-black at the start of this Black History Month. We as a country have come so far in terms of recognition for all the beautiful things that Black people do and are. But we also have so, so much further to go. I'm feeling hopeful for once, for a future in which that actually happens, at least in my lifetime, I'd like to see some progress. But I also want to talk about where we are right now. It's the start of Black History Month, so let's talk about critical race theory and why it scares some and enlightens others. Let's take a deep dive into Episode 5, CRT and Me. If you're a person who lives in the United States, then you've probably heard a lot about critical race theory in the past couple of months. It's been thrown around in news articles and podcasts, basically every piece of media you can think of. Most of the time, it's accompanied by some exaggerated or false definition or consequence of teaching it. But what is it about this term that evokes fear in conservatives, seems perfectly logical to progressives, and feels just generally confusing for everyone in between? Let's start with defining critical race theory. To start, it's not a quote-unquote new concept. In fact, it's been around for more than 40 years. In general, critical race theory is the idea that race is a social construct and that racism is embedded in legal systems and institutional policies. In other words, racism is present in everyday life and is imbued in the legal and social foundations of our country. Now, that's not necessarily a hard concept to understand. When you look at the general history of the United States, it's pretty easy to see. Colonizers literally stole thousands of Africans to use them as slaves in the creation and subsequent years of the United States. And don't even get me started on how they treated indigenous folks. In order to maintain control of slaves, laws were created to keep them in their place, the majority of which specifically refer to enslaved and indigenous peoples as Negroes, to delegate their skin tone 
as their identifiers. So when you create laws to enslave and disenfranchise those who are not white, then yes, that's racism. (laughs) And that means that racism is embedded in the institutions of our society. And this theory is called critical race theory. Again, not hard to understand, right? So what is it that scares people and makes them feel like this is something that shouldn't be taught? That our children should be spared? That it's only causing harm to our society? When we first talked about the amygdala and biceps, I mentioned that we as people are taught to fear. Specifically, that we're all taught that the status quo being threatened cannot possibly be a good thing for one reason or another. Critical race theory has three big buzzwords, critical, race, and theory. Those three things together signal that the status quo is being questioned, threatened, or challenged. And so when those buzzwords come up, the amygdala goes into protection mode. This makes people who maybe see our current institutional racism as non-existent because it doesn't affect them negatively and in fact only positively affects them. Those people go into lockdown mode. There's no reasoning with an activated amygdala. It's fight or flight. And for them, a lot of the time, it's fight. You can't try to explain to those people that critical race theory is about understanding the realities of life in this country for non-white folks. Because that's just not true. That's not the status quo. That's a lie. That's propaganda. So then, the response is to protect the status quo. Banning books written by black authors about black kids loving their natural hair. Banning teaching LGBTQ plus studies because now other things are lumped in with CRT because they are also challenging the status quo. Then, It spirals. Now we're allowing textbooks to have inaccurate portrayals of the past, such as history books that say Africans willingly migrated to the Americas, wanted to be enslaved. All of these things protect the cis white heteronormative patriarchy and reinforce that these quote-unquote threats 
will always be punished. However, at the same time, we have this shining beacon of a conundrum known as Black History Month. Its creation, existence, and perpetuation as a nationally recognized month of education and celebration is a complete antithesis to banning critical race theory. What's up with that? Well, let's take a look at what Black History Month even is. Black History Month was started by Black folks in 1926 as Negro History Week. It was chosen to be during the second week of February. That week was chosen because it coincided with Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass's birthdays, although history tends to ignore that Lincoln wasn't exactly the best when it came to actually being an ally for Black people, but I digress. The purpose behind Negro History Week and what eventually came with expanding it to the full month of February was recognition and importance. After decades of emphasizing the importance of teaching black history in schools, President Gerald Ford recognized Black History Month nationally in 1976, and it's remained to this day. Now, listening to the history of Black History Month, you see how there's a bit of hypocrisy going on. So we're gonna recognize Black History Month and its importance and do all of these performative things to show how much we acknowledge this Black leader or that Black educator but we're still going to keep the institutional racism. And shh, don't mention critical race theory. That doesn't exist because we've got Black History Month and don't need anything else. We're just going to ban these books over here and fire this teacher for talking about Jim Crow laws. But yes, yes, everything is fine. Don't fret. CRT won't hurt you. Hooray for Black History Month. Let's take a deep breath. If I sound bitter, it's because I am. (laughs) I won't apologize for it. It's Black History Month. I'm black and it's Aquarius season. I'm feeling the power of the universe flowing through me right now. (laughs) But in all seriousness, This is what I have to watch on a day-to-day basis. This back and forth of racism doesn't exist, so we don't need CRT. Have some Black History Month for funsies. But literally CRT will tell you that racism does exist. 
Otherwise, we wouldn't have a Black History Month in the first place. And CRT will tell you that it's about so much more than one month of education. Let me get real, real quick. Growing up, I was always pissed that we as Black folks got the shortest month to recognize centuries of wrongdoing in our communities. The shortest month to try to educate everyone on how beautiful it is to be Black. And I'm still pissed about it. Because now, right now, yesterday, today, tomorrow, those histories are being altered to be more in allegiance with the white sunglasses. Now we're not allowing folks to call out how fucked up some of the recent laws, bans, and lack of education really are because it's quote unquote not appropriate. No. What's not appropriate is telling me, a black person, or telling any black person, that racism doesn't exist. When I can see it literally everywhere in this world. When I literally have experienced it for all of my conscious life. That's critical race theory. That's why it's important. It's about educating others on the suffering, on the institutional racism that persists to this day. To say that critical race theory is bad is to say that my literal lived experiences as a black person once again are not valid. So this Black History Month really take into consideration the black people in your life and how you engage with them. Remember that this month, though rejuvenating for black folks, is also exhausting on so many levels. We're invalidated and gaslit from every angle. So give us grace more than usual and keep your eye out for ways you can educate yourself and others to better black lives even just a little bit. Deep breath. Be well. And we'll talk again next time. Happy Black History Month, y'all.